Wade into Wealth, taking one of life's most intimidating topics, money, your financial well-being, and providing simple, easy-to-understand ways to be more comfortable with your own financial health. This is Wade into Wealth, brought to you by The Wade Group at Brighton Securities. Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to yet another edition of Wade into Wealth. We're glad to have you with us. As an update to our podcast last week, just in case you were curious, I did not win the fantasy football league playoff. Forgot all about that. I know. Well, we'd recorded it previously a while prior, but uh, my team put in possibly its worst showing of the year. So second place it is, um, but nonetheless, finished in the money. So a win is a win, and I will take my W's where I can get them. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. So I thought a good topic this week is something that it, it came from some conversations I've had with clients, you've had some of them as well, and I think it's something worth sharing, and it centers around the idea that people almost always bring up when someone finds out what I do and they're wondering about investments is, you know, inevitably the idea of, oh, buying low and selling high comes up. Yeah, or uh, marijuana stocks or cryptocurrency. Yeah. But, yeah, overridingly, buy low, the whole concept of buy low and sell high. Yeah. And so, in theory, it makes sense. The reality is, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, it rarely works that way when you're trying to do it. If you're saying, well, yeah, we're going to buy when this. you're trying to do it, yep. When you're trying to do it. Um, there's, there's two ways it works. Um, acquire an investment that is of good quality and be patient. Mm-hmm. It's typically the most sustainable way. However, we are in a period of time right now where I think there is a decent opportunity to do that, to buy low. I'm not talking about selling higher or selling investments at a certain point, but we know that the prices on the majority of investments right now are low because the stock market's still significantly off of its highs coming off of 2022. Yeah, and I often what we get at, or we'll talk to a client about buying some, or investing in a stock or just the equity and stock positions in their 401k or their portfolio. And when the markets are down 20%, often, sometimes the response we get is, well, it's probably not a good time to buy, right? The market's down 20%. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on what your timeline is. Right. Right, because often we have to, and this is a, a big part of our job, is to remind the folks that we work with that you're probably not investing in this company or making this investment to turn around and sell it in six months no, or even a year. Now, if something changes with it, you may. But the reality is when you're making an investment like that, you're making it with the intention to hold it for the next two, three, four, five, 10, 15 years. And if we give ourselves that perspective, looking at a time where in 2022, the market S&P 500 finished down 20%. If you're a long-term investor, and you're willing to approach it with that mindset, knowing that you could make an investment today and it could go down. It could absolutely go down. But if that's not going to worry you because you're going to look and think, I'm not using this money today. I don't need it for years down the road. We paraphrase John Templeton, who always said the best time to invest is when you have the money. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also a great time to invest when you have the money in the market and just had a year where it was down 20%. Yeah, so, so, but what if you don't have a pile of cash laying around? What if you don't have the money? Because that's something I've heard from a couple of clients. Is, ah, you know, I wish I had some more money right now. 
that I that I didn't need that yep. I could invest, which is which is a, a very reasonable thought. So there's a couple points. One is and is increase your 401k contributions. Two is often we forget that when we own investments, sometimes they will pay us dividends or interest. Mm-hmm. And if we have those set up to automatically reinvest, we lose sight of the fact that every dividend or every interest payment that goes into your account and gets reinvested is buying those investments at a lower price. Yes. So we may tell ourselves we need to be doing that. Well, in all actuality, your account may already, if it's set up the way mm-hmm. that, you know, to benefit you long term, may already be doing that. However, for your 401k side, maybe you've been telling yourself, I need to up my contributions for the past couple of years. Or every year I want to increase it, you know, one more percent. Well, now is a great time to do it. Now is the time to do it. Yep. Because it allows you to take advantage of where the market is. And whether that's a 401k, if you're contributing to an IRA on a monthly basis, it's it's a fantastic time to consider increasing the contribution. And think of it as, all right, well, this is something I can do. It may not be a huge action. Maybe you're just increasing it 1% or 2%. In an ideal world, and I just had a client who they started a new job, and I said, what if we just increase your contribution to a large enough amount that you are able to max your 401k out within the first six months of the year. Mm-hmm. Because what you're doing is you're buying all that low. And if the market goes down a little bit, well, you take advantage of that. But I don't know that, you know, we're going to see a 25% return in the next month or two. Um, no one knows. It'd be great. We, we don't we know. Take yes, it. it would be great. But the point of that being is we know everything is low now. If you don't have a chunk of cash on hand, that's Okay. It's little actions that done consistently over a long period of time that add up to such big results 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And the reality is even if the market wasn't down 20% from its highs, now would still be a great time to increase your 401k contribution. Mm -hmm. Because we're all human beings and we tell ourselves, well, we'll do this and we'll do it tomorrow or what happens is you have a great thought. If you don't execute it at that time, life gets in the way. And before you know it, six months have passed, and then a year has passed, and you still haven't increased that contribution to your 401k. Mm-hmm. How many times, I think I know the answer to this, how many times have you had a client come in as they're preparing for retirement and say, I wish I haven't saved as much money as I had? Zero percent times. It's always the opposite. You know, I wish I had saved a little bit more. Yeah. And so do it. Do it now. Yeah. Don't wait. Because what will also happen is likely to happen is that if you do increase your 401k contribution, you're not likely to then reduce it in six months. Right. You're likely to keep it the same, mm-hmm. which is which is the idea. Is that do it now, you probably don't notice it. I mean, the idea of just 1%. And there's people who may put, I mean, we have clients that can put $50 a month away. Okay, if that's what you can do, great, do it. Could you do another 1% yeah. of that? Probably. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing it on a larger scale, I would give give a lot of thought to 401k contributions. You and I both talked about that last year, just doing it for ourselves as well. You know what? I'm going to increase my 401k and try to get it, get it, get more money in there sooner because we know that prices are down. Now, it has not necessarily recovered mm-hmm. from where it was, but the investments that were made over the last 12 months were all at lower prices. And so I'm pretty confident that five or 10 years from now, we're going to look at that and say, hmm, yeah, that was a good decision. And this is separate from the concept of the contribution standpoint, but 
check to see if more and more 401k plans are all offering the Roth 401k yeah. component. And just see if that makes sense for you. It doesn't mean that it absolutely will, but it's something that could give you more flexibility in retirement for the longer term, and it's worth exploring to see if it can make sense. It's a long-term decision. Because in the short term, the traditional 401k is better because it saves you money on taxes today. The Roth contribution costs you more taxes today, but saves you a significant amount of taxes years down the road when you're in retirement. And so keep in mind that if you're viewing this as long-term money or you have 5, 10, 15, 20 years to retirement, switching those contributions from traditional to Roth could make sense. Even if you're retiring next year, yep. it could still make sense. You're going to give yourselves more options. Yeah, and something to think about. There is a foregoing of the short-term benefit, but are you getting a refund on your taxes right now? If you are, I'm asking that as a hypothetical. I, yeah, I'm not asking you. Are you getting a refund on your taxes? Would you be willing to not get the refund? Because in many cases, that's it's not... Choosing to contribute to the 401k is not necessarily saving you tens of twenty thousand dollars. It might be the difference of a couple thousand dollars a year. Well, if you're getting a refund of twenty five hundred dollars, would contributing to and if you were to switch your contributions to a Roth 401k doesn't necessarily mean you're going to owe taxes. Yep, it means you may get less of a refund. You may come closer to zero. Talk to your accountant or your CPA and ask them that question. But it doesn't always mean more money comes out of your pocket, and then evaluate it from this standpoint. All right, well, if I was able to get $5,000 into a Roth 401k today, if that's earning 8% a year for the next 10 years, what is that worth? Mm -hmm. And what's the difference? If that's worth, if that $5,000 is worth $25,000, and instead of paying taxes on $5,000 today, I don't have to pay any taxes on $25,000 well, 15 let, years from now? Yeah, let's do the math real quick, right? If you max out your 401k contribution, we'll just call it 20000 mm-hmm. a little bit more than that this year, but we'll just call it 20000 And you're in the 25% tax bracket. Uh, if you put in the traditional, you save $5,000 a year in taxes. Okay. If you put in the Roth, it's going to cost you $5,000 more in, in your income taxes. Now, the rule of 72 says that you divide the average annual rate of return by 72, that tells you how many years or how long it takes for your account value to double without taking any money out or adding any money to it. So we'll say that same 20000 You put in the Roth, it costs you $5,000 today. Let's say you're not going to retire for 30 years. The first doubling goes from 20 to 40. Mm-hmm. The second goes from 40 to 80. The third goes from 80 to 160000 That's if you average a 7% okay. average annual rate of return. For comparison purposes, S&P 500 long-term is probably close to 12% per year. Mm-hmm. So just 7%, which is a reasonable rate of return. You've taken that 20000 and turned it into, had the potential to turn it into 160000 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll assume you're in the 25% tax bracket. Right. You take out 160000 You pay 40 plus thousand in taxes mm-hmm. on that money. What makes more sense, the 5000 today or the 45000 30 yeah. years from now. We don't know. And and everyone's situation is different. But that helps see the long-term benefit that, that the Roth can provide. Those numbers are fairly convincing. And you can also keep in mind, it, it's not all or nothing. You could put right, money yeah. into a traditional a IRA yep. and a Roth 401k, or a traditional 401k yeah. and a Roth 401k. You can do both. I do both. 
You can do both. And that can be based on your situation. It can be so you still get some benefit in the short term. You still get some in the in the long term. You don't ever have to deal in absolutes. I know to most people it's, you know, everything, every discussion is an absolute. Yeah, right that's that's a great either, point. Yeah, You're right and I'm wrong or I'm right and you're wrong. Well, no, there is always a middle ground. So mm-hmm. it's food for thought. But I would really encourage you, if you're listening, think about it. Even if you're maxing out an IRA contribution over 12 months, if you're putting in the maximum amount to an IRA contribution of $6,500 or $7,000, what if you upped it so you got it funded in 10 months instead of 12 Mm -hmm. or eight months instead of 12? Because it's not always reasonable to say double your contributions and get it done in six months. Some people may not have that money. Right. You may not have that, but can you do something that gets you closer to that? Because what that then gives you, allows you, is the knowledge that, hey, I actually am buying low right now. I actually am doing it with some degree of certainty. And you may realize that, oh, you know what? I was actually able to save more right. for those period of months, and I can keep doing that just in a different account yeah. for those months that, that I've already maxed out my contribution to. So things to give some thought to. Mm-hmm. But often buying low, selling high is a, is a pipe dream. But there are ways to do it. They're not as exciting. They're not as interesting. We're not projecting you're going to double your money in six months. We don't know. But what we do know is that everything is on sale right now. Everything is historically cheaper than it has been or costs less than it has in the past. And so it's worth the thought process and having a conversation. A disciplined approach with time rarely yields the results that we don't want to see. Right. Right. And as you said, I have yet to see someone come into the office after yeah. years of making consistent contributions to their investments or retirement accounts and say, ah, you know, looking back, I wouldn't have put as much. I wouldn't have saved as much. No. And I don't think that's going to happen. I, I have yet to come anyone in. Look, I welcome the day, <laughs> but uh, yeah. um, we're not there yet. So not anyway, yet. those small, boring, repeatable actions often are the difference. Mm-hmm. We'll leave you with that. Hey, thanks for spending some time with us. Wade into Wealth returns next week. Contact the Wade Group at Wade Group at BrightonSecurities.com or find them on Facebook or Twitter at The Wade Group. Thanks for listening to Wade into Wealth, brought to you by the Wade Group at Brighton Securities.